It's, it's that, that time, time of the month. month. Hey. hey, welcome. Hello. Here's a Fulia. Here's a Kendall. <laughs> Hello, and you are listening to the, the monthly, monthly at Winifred's. Yes, first recording ever of a podcast in my new apartment. Hey, hey. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, you heard that right. Yes, I am. I am on my own. I'm in my own place and it's wonderful and I love it very, very much. I'm so happy. Oh, well, life's, I'm happy for you thank as you, well. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time coming. Yes. Um, 2018 can suck a dick. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. It's all right. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing very well. That's uh, good. Yes. What yes. else have you been up to the last month? Um, yes, apart from moving house, which was just a nightmare but um i had i had two very wonderful people help me um they don't listen but i'm going to shout them out anyway mary anthe and cameron if you are listening or if anyone that knows you is listening thank you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> i owe you guys the world um yeah it was a rough day but we did it and yeah i've been here for almost a month now and yeah just yeah just just wonderful it's so cool <laughs> to have my own space set up my stuff how i like yeah this yeah. this place definitely is you yes that's what <laughs> everyone that's come to visit so far has kind of said it's very much my place yes um and then you know and then there's people like my friend steve who walk in and say look at all the dead people <laughs> because i have pictures of michael jackson and loki everywhere so yeah. <laughs> And he's just the nicest. Um, yeah, very <laughs> I funny. That. Yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so that's great. Uh, what else is going on? Oh God, God, God! What, what has been happening? I've. It's. I, oh my God. It's just been I've, a countdown uh, to Endgame. For well, you. literally. Um, <laughs> I. But yeah, let's get the, the elephant in the room out of the way first. Um, so this podcast will be released. After Fulia and I have both seen Avengers Endgame. Oh my god. Which I is a sentence I'm so happy to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> but unfortunately, the time of recording, um, we are one day away from the big event. So, uh, we, we haven't seen it yet. No. So, yeah, we're kind of... That's... I don't know about Fulia, but for me, that's where my head is. <laughs> it has been all day. It has been all day. We just filmed uh, the new Collectible Chaos episode, which is up right now. My top 10 favorite disaster movies of all time. It's not up right now. Well, it's up when the episode comes out. No. <gasps> this comes... <laughs> At time of recording, this oh, will be out tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So we're wrong. We're, I'm wrong about everything. <laughs> I can't remember. Let's rewind. Okay. <laughs> okay, so at the time of recording, <laughs> we haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet. At the time of the release of this podcast, we still would not have seen it because no. it's going to come out during the, the time, day the... before we see it. Exactly. Because we're seeing it Wednesday night and this yes. comes out Wednesday day and Kendall forgot that... <laughs> That, that next Wednesday, there isn't a 31st of April. No. Next Wednesday is the 1st of May. So yep. hence the last Wednesday of the month. Oh, God. <laughs> See, my, my mind is so on, just on Avengers. I'm just <laughs> not with anything else. So, but next Tuesday, Collectible Chaos yes. will be available. <laughs> and it's my top 10 favorite disaster movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We filmed it today. And yeah, my mind was pretty much on that the whole yep, time pretty much um but that's fine it's that's my life um mm. it, we, we got the, rec the filming done yes and, we did and it was we good did. yes it, it turned out well yep 
Um, yes, but anyway, what else has been going on with me in my my month? I know work's been fine. Um, Seeing any other movies? You know, yeah, I've seen a bunch of movies in the last month, as usual. I saw Us, mm-hmm. Jordan Peele's new film. That was yep. that was very very good, very scary, very awesome. Um, did we see Vox Lux before yes. or after yes. last month? No, I don't remember. We saw Vox Lux. Yes. Um, with Christina. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it was awesome. It was a very interesting film, mm. um, but it was cool. And what else have I been doing? Um, oh, Comedy Festival was on. Remember we did, yes. an epi- we did an epic rant? Yes, yes. About the Comedy Festival. So we went to the Comedy Festival. Yes, we did. Before, <laughs> before we get to who you saw, I'm going to yes. say who I saw. So I went and saw um, uh, one of my favorite podcasts called The Little Dum Dum Club. Hey. Um, Tommy Deslow and Kyle Chandler host... The, this hilarious um, off the rails kind of podcast where they have uh, all of their comedian friends come on board and uh, and they tell funny stories and it's so much fun. We went to a live uh, recording of that, uh, my dear friends Beck and Jamil, um, and they had Tom Gleason, Ursula Carlson, and Brett Blake. They were the guests, so it was just absolutely hysterical. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> Beck and I went and saw, uh, Tommy's, um, solo show, Tommy Daslow's solo show, which is called Balding Cherub. And it was very, very good. Um, he talked a lot about mental illness, um, which was really, really nice and refreshing. Cause you know, there's such a stigma around that and a lot of people don't like talking about it, but yeah. he shone a light on it and he made it entertaining and informative. And I thought he did a really good job and I got to shake his hand after the show and tell him so and he said oh thank you so that was nice (laughs) that's nice yeah it was yeah it was really lovely he's a really great comedian um and then i yeah and then beck and jamil and i also went and saw daniel sloss uh Uh, apparently he's a big name yes Uh, i i haven't watched him or seen him or anything yeah no he's hilarious he's he's been on um conan a bunch of times um and yeah i met uh, met him i wish no, I, <laughs> I found out about him through uh dum dum club mm-hmm. um because he's, he's good mates with those guys and, yep um yeah and he's one of my favorite comedians ever he's scottish and he's awesome his show was how have i not heard of him yeah he's yeah. scottish he's scottish all right now i'm gonna make yes, sure i watch something good because he's so funny um <laughs> and he did a really good show as well and it tackled a lot of serious issues um too and speaking of two the me too movement was among them um and yeah so he he he, I I can't really find the right words, but he was respectful, hilarious, engaging, and just a joy. To oh, that's watch. good. So we had a really good time. Awesome. Um, yeah. And then before I pass the mic over to you, um, just on the weekend gone. Um, oh, actually, I should mention two things that I've done with Christina. Hello, Christina. <laughs> um, before I move on, um, we went to the Astor Theatre in uh, Paran, Windsor area, mm. Chapel Street. Yep, yep. Um, awesome theatre. Go check it out. Yeah, it is. It's gorgeous and old and wonderful. And we went and saw a double feature of The Lost Boys and Interview with the Vampire yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And it, we were in heaven. <laughs> it was great. Nice. It was so great. Um, and then, yeah, in the weekend just gone, it was Christina's 40th birthday. Hey! Hey! Happy birthday. 
birthday, Christina. Happy birthday. Um, hope you don't mind the shout out. Um, I don't think she does. I don't think she would. It's okay. But no, we, yeah, we, we um, celebrated by having dinner. Uh, we had some delicious pizza by mm-hmm. Biara on South Bank. And you and went then, somewhere that I really wanted to go. And yeah. We, wanted to go to. We, I've, never, I've never been. So Neither we, have I. Yeah. So uh, for her birthday, we went to the State Theatre at the Arts Centre and watched West Side Story. Nice. Um, which was so, so cool. Um, really impressive show. I've never actually seen West Side Story at all before. Um, no, neither, neither have I. And, I and, my, and my choir in, in high school had to sing, a, um, I think, one or two of the songs from, the movie, from that theatre production. Oh, cool. Yeah, Maria. Yeah. Oh right, okay. That would that be the one that sorry, guy, no, the guy. Uh, Mar- so America, America. Oh, oh Maria. Well, me. Maria is the name of the, the 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 main the lead girl. Okay, well there you go. So yeah, yeah, America, um, yeah. yeah, the America song. I I, I recognize that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, it's it was really really good, very impressive. Um, but I got like vertigo from the theater. Oh, <laughs> like because we were in the the nosebleed sections oh. section, if you will, at the very back, and. It's so the theater's so big, right? And it's one of those ones. It's like Hammer Hall, next, yeah. which is next to it. They dig. It's dug into the ground. Yeah. It's a yeah. hole in the ground, um, and they built this glorious building uh, on top of it. But because of that fact, it's very steep. Ah. And so we we were at the back. And we walked in, and I've looked over, and I've looked like see this glorious curtain. It's beautiful, and the whole the whole theater is gorgeous. But then I've just gone down fuck that's a long way down um and it's very steep because of the way they've stacked the chairs at oh the back. wow okay and i went up there and i sat down and then i it literally took me 10 minutes to kind of adjust to the environment Ooh. i did not expect that i mean i should maybe expect it because my mum suffers from vertigo sometimes so it must be hereditary yeah um and i have a fear of heights as well so <laughs> um but yeah i didn't i didn't even think that would ever be a thing and i sat down and i just couldn't handle it but thankfully once the lights went down the show started i was okay oh that's good <laughs> and i i had a really good time christina had a really good time and then we went awesome. out for, we went out for cocktails at, oh, this, nice. at this bar called eau de vie um, oh very fancy very fancy so fancy it doesn't even have a name on the door it's really? Just, it's just in an How'd alley. You find it? Well, Christina knew about it. Oh, okay. Well, that makes um, sense because she picked it. And, <laughs> um, but it's yeah, just down this alleyway, uh, and in the CBD. And yep. yeah, there's a door with a cool handle, and you open it and you go in. There's no sign saying what it is. Oh, so they're it's not like really a, like advertising the fact that they're there. But it was packed. We had to wait nearly 20 minutes just to get in. Oh wow. Yeah, it was busy, and wow. we only had we only had our spot for an hour and a half. So. <laughs> We only had enough time to have one cocktail, but they were awesome they cocktails. They time it? Because of how busy they are. Oh, my goodness. And it was a Saturday night. Wow. Yeah. But it was it was great. We had a really lovely time. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was awesome. So I've had a very good uh, month. April has been very good to me Yay. so far. Which is very exciting. Fulia, how has your month been? My month. You've got a lot of news to share, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I don't know what news you're talking about, but uh... okay. <laughs> Well, en- enlighten you. Enlighten you? All right. <laughs> pretend, I pretend I don't know what's going on in your life. <laughs> I don't know, fully, whatever could it be? Oh, tell I me. wonder. Oh, tell me things. All right, go. While you try and open I'm gonna brownies. eat. I'm going to eat brownies. <laughs> fully and no, they're not that kind of brownie. Full- <laughs> 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 um, 
Oh, it, oh, you need to let out the air of the lid. She's oh. trying to open the lid, people. I, yeah, it's, I'm, it's very stuck. I'm terrible at these things. There you go. Thank you. Fulia brought me, well, brought us brownies that yes. she made. Yes. And we're going to eat them, and they smell amazing. <laughs> They're so good. Are they almonds or? or They're almonds. Almonds. Yes. They're delicious. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Please, I will feast. You talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then you go. All right. So <laughs> I've been to have I've been to three comedy shows. What two of two of them were part of the comedy festival? I'm not sure if the third one was. Mm-hmm. Um. So the first one that I went to, um, which is the one that technically isn't part of the comedy festival right. I think but it's, it ran in the time of the comedy festival so I'm going to assume it is it's probably part of it yeah go on um, Michael McIntyre hey yes. yes he is amazing <laughs> yeah you're a big fan of his yes yes that's um, great for those of you who don't know he is a world renowned British comedian mm-hmm. he is amazing mm-hmm. YouTube him yes trust me you'll find all of the best jokes Including one um, about five spice, about all the spices. Oh. Because there was a t-shirt about it and I saw it and funnily enough, I went with Alex, my best friend Alex and her partner and she absolutely loves Michael McIntyre too. She sort of discovered him through um, like videos that popped up onto Facebook and right. you know, searching through YouTube and stuff. Nice. Yep. That's cool. Uh, like me. Yeah. Now... One particular joke that she never came across was when I found this T-shirt about the spices, and I told her, "You don't, you've you've gone through all of his jokes and you haven't heard this one." She's like, "Nope," and I got her to watch the joke, and she and she loves it. It's it's hilarious. If you uh-huh. if you look up Michael McIntyre Five Spice, you'll know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> I will show you after. Please show me after we finish. It is product. hilarious, okay. and the T-shirt that I got, which. Alex was nice enough to buy for me as a birthday, pre- a very early Aww. birthday present. <laughs> yeah, very early. Your very early. Birthday's <laughs> not until July, right? Well, the thing was, I, I didn't actually have enough money to buy the t-shirt that I really wanted. And you know, when you go to big events like this, they, they overprice things. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> so I was like, I really want this t-shirt, but I can't afford it. She's like, all right, if I buy this as your birthday present, will you take it? I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> as long as if, if you're paying for it, then it's fine. <laughs> That's very sweet. Of it's her. very nice. Um, so yes, I do have that T-shirt at home that I have worn a few times because I love it. Um, That's great. Uh, I've also went to see uh, just pure uh, um, at a pure sort of luck and last minute. Um, I went to see and I've forgotten who it is. Or oh right, um, uh, improv Harry Potter or improv Potter. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. So what they what they do is while you're lining up at the door to go in, the cast members will come out and give you like a little slip and you have to come up with um, a title for the new book in quotation marks. Oh. <laughs> so, and that's, and that's, the, and if they pick it, that's the story that they will tell on stage. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's the improv. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it's like scenes from a hat, but a whole movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And so if you were the lucky one, that was that whole show was about your book. Yeah, right. Your your book title. It was Harry Potter and the, and then you got to write in the blank. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the one that was picked? Um, Harry Potter and the Bottle of Wine. <laughs> Come on, people. Yeah. 
You can be more creative than that. But I suppose you know that, w- that would have been hilarious. Though. It was. Yeah, okay, good. The whole thing was about, you know, you know, teachers getting, you know, sloshed. And it was so funny. And That's freaking Oh, awesome. my goodness. Someone had the um, uh, Voldemort voice down pat. Oh. <laughs> that was so good. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty yeah. much. <laughs> and then there was a girl that did McGonagall really well. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna try McGonagall. Yeah, that's for Maggie Smith. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's yeah, great. no, but it, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, it was in a very small theater, but it was it, it was really good. It was at Trades Hall. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun to watch. They also had their own sort of sister um, shows that were running. I, I can't remember. I think improv, uh, improv Shakespeare. Oh, I think cool. it was. Wow. And they just do um, yeah. So they just do improv nice. uh, comedy. That's great. Um, and to, um, apart from going to see the guys from Whose Line, I've never seen other people do improv before. Improv before so yeah. that was really um, different for me. Um, to see, you know, Aussies doing it. <laughs> yeah. See them make it up on the spot. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, and another another show that I went to with my sister. Just, yes. Just last week. Last week. Mm-hmm. Um, was uh, called Upfront. Yes. And that was at Melbourne Town Hall. Um, and it's the it was the show with all female comedians. Oh, I heard about that show. Yes. Yeah. It was really good. Was it, it was great. It was great. Um, I'm pretty sure they filmed it. Most likely will be up on ABC somewhere. Oh, on iView. sweet. Post possibly. I'm I'm not going to guarantee that, but it's most likely up there. No, keep an eye out, people. Yes, yes. So it's called Upfront, um, and it's a lot of different um, female comedians that I've never heard of specifically. Um, but then there's also the ones that you have heard of, like Carl, like Cal Wilson. Yep. Um, and I can't think of the rest. Because- that's okay. That's okay. Cal, you remembered one. Cal Wilson. Cal great. Wilson. I remember one. She's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had, you know, international female comedians as well. Um, the host of the show was a female comedian who had a band going behind her, like a live band. So every time she introduced someone, they'd play music. And it was so good. It was like jazz music. And it was so good. That's cool. <laughs> sort of like um, upbeat jazz. Yeah. Nice. <sighs> And then at the end, at the end of the show, they had a group of um, South Korean ladies. I can't remember their group name, but all they did to close the show off was a little dance number with serious faces. And then when they were done dancing, we thought, "All right, that was it." But then they just collapsed to the floor in like half and puff and tired. <laughs> no. And, and they didn't really have much English either. No. No. So the whole routine was done without saying anything. It was literally just visual. That's cool. And it was so much fun. Nice. I really, I absolutely loved it. They, there was a lot of um, uh, musical sort of acts as well, um, musical comedians. Um, one of which were two, um, they looked like they were in their early 20s. Wow. And they were hilarious. The whole place was in an uproar of laughs oh that's awesome <laughs> oh if i could just remember their names my goodness that's okay i'm sure people can use google and yes. find them yes yeah, look definitely. up the upfront show and yes. you'll be able look to see up. who's on there so good that's great yeah yeah i've been back into beer league hockey yes um, that started up yes for um the past month 
So I've been doing that. That's more of a for fun league where you get to play hockey and then afterwards have, have some beer. Easter's just gone past. I got to celebrate yes. Easter with Alex and her family. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Because my my family doesn't celebrate Easter, no, so no. I have to go somewhere else for that. Yes. <laughs> well, I yeah, I forgot to mention I went to Bendigo on for Good Friday. Oh, nice! I, I spent the day with Mum and Dad. Yes, um, and we just lounged about, ate food, drank wine, and watched yep. footy and rugby all day. That it sounds was, so good. It was wonderful. <laughs> we had a great time. You had a great time with yes, Alex. Yes, I did. I did. Oops. I had a lot of fun. Um, I've also been I've also been working at Channel Thirty One as a floor manager yeah. in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> getting that cash money. Yeah. <laughs> but also getting all that skills. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hone your skills. Yes. Yes. So something different now. Um, I also had a photo shoot mm. at the start of the month. When are the photos coming? I still haven't got them yet. <laughs> they said it was going to take you know up to about three, three maybe four weeks. For them to send it out to me, sure. mind you, because they've got to do the edits for it, um, and and there were minor edits, uh, but there was it was mainly just about um, just covering up the bits that weren't supposed to be seen in the photos, like the background sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. So they just had to fix that sort of stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I'm I already know what they are, and I'm really looking forward to getting them. I'm really looking forward <laughs> to seeing them. Because they sound amazing. Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> uh, they, the, produ- the the creative producer actually sent me the invoice, and in the invoice, it gives you the thumbnails of those photos. Oh, and so I'm just, and she's like, that that'll hold you over till you get your actual, <laughs> till you actually get your photos. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> so you've seen tiny, teeny tiny text. But- I've seen I've seen the actual photos in in a larger view on like a big screen when okay. I went to go uh, to a viewing session. Right. Because they get they give you like a ton of photos to sort of. Sci- okay, so you've seen through. them all already, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that and more, which is, which are the ones that I got to pick from. Mm-hmm. Um, so the photographer actually gives you like a hundred photos, mm-hmm. although the, my photographer gave me a little extra. <laughs> so, Siphon oh, through. That's nice. <laughs> she gave me like 130 to go through. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because she absolutely loved my um my photo, my photo shoot. And so I had I narrow it down I had to narrow it down to enough to be a portfolio. Yep. Um and I say that because I'm sort of going into a new creative direction <laughs> and that's modeling. Yeah, girl. So, until I get those photos, I can't really do much uh, apart from doing a little research on modeling agencies. That's exciting, though. Yeah, so I'm just waiting for the photos to come through so that I can show people. I know, I can't wait to see them. I can't and then wait. put a portfolio up together. So last time you did a photo shoot, they looked so good, too. Yeah, um, but last time I did a photo shoot, I had really short hair. I know. This time around, I've got long hair, and they got to do so much with it <laughs> this time around. <laughs> That's exciting. And one of those looks was a very 50s pinup look. So, Which um, I cannot wait to look at. <laughs> that one I'm really excited about. Yeah. <laughs> 50s pinup. Yeah. Hey yeah. hey. I showed the I showed the um the thumbnails to my sister just just as so that she can get um an idea of what I've done. Mm-hmm. And she loved them. She goes, they look really cool. Yay! I'm like, Yay! <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh yeah, nice. Apart from that, uh not not a lot. Really. Yeah. yeah, that's it probably. Okay. Yeah. I forgot a thing. Yes. Another thing. Because I'm just on fire today. Oh, yes. Um, I saw Shazam. Hey! Have you seen it yet? Not yet. Okay. I saw Shazam and fuck am I happy about it. Yeah, it's good? It's great. Yeah. Um, 
my favorite DC film, hands down. I mean, Wonder Woman was good. Aquaman was okay. Everything else we don't talk about. But <laughs> Shazam was, yeah, it was so much fun. It just, like, I, I wrote a review for it that's on the Fred the Alien yes, website. Yes, go check it out. Go check that out. But I basically say in that review that it reminded me of watching those family films you watch when you were a kid, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, so it just it was very, had this kind of nostalgia to it even though it was set in modern day and but just the way it was put together and filmed and and just fil- filled with so much heart and, s- and I laughed so much <laughs> Zachary Levi is amazing yeah. so go check Shazam out if you haven't already nice. um, I freaking adored it <laughs> okay um, so Fulia yes Have you read any books lately not lately <laughs> <laughs> me either no. um <laughs> That was my attempt at a segue. Um, <laughs> I had a weird segue. So, it's time to talk about this month's question. Yay! It's the topic time. Yes. Um, and the question was, yes. what is the one book that you've read that you couldn't put down? Yeah. And we don't mean literally glued to your hand, Put like can't put no, down. No, no, no. Everyone knows we don't mean that. It's just <laughs> someone decided to troll us. <laughs> And the answer, so Fulia is now saying, even though it's too late, yeah. we, don't, we don't literally mean it. No, no, no. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. We, mean, we mean books that you have loved so much that you've had to sit there and just continue reading it yeah. until you were satisfied that you've read enough to put it down. Or literally, like... Or you've read it right to the end. Or, or you've, like, read it, you know... Uh, and it's like three in the morning and you're like, I need to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. That kind like, of thing. That kind of can't yeah, put down. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yes. Um, so we've got a bunch of answers from yes, you Yes, we do. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, starting with Bethany Hunting. Hey, Bethany. Hey, Bethany. Um, she says, far, far too many to name. I have a problem. <laughs> That's a good problem. Yeah. That's a, I wish I had that problem. Yeah, I know. Um she lists off Potter, Lord of the Rings, Hunger Games, Divergent series, Tomorrow When the War Begins series, Perks of Being a Wallflower, Silver Linings Playbook, Chronicles of Narnia, The Hobbit, the first few Game of Thrones books, which is A Song of Ice and Fire, certain comedians' books, just too many. Most of these ended in going to sleep at stupid o'clock, resulting in a crabby Bethany. <laughs> yeah. 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 Can relate a little yep. bit to that. Um, yes. Um... I'm so glad she mentioned Perks Being a Wallflower. I, f- I have read that book. You have? Yeah, because the movie came out a few years back and um, it was actually d- directed by the author of the book. Oh, yeah, that's good. Which is so cool. That is and, different. Yeah, very different. But it's such a good movie uh, that I highly recommend people watching and I also recommend the book. The book was very good. Yep. Um, pretty much, like, understandably spot on at it in terms of how the film turned out but he did choose to leave a few darker elements because it goes into some heavy stuff okay in the in the book yeah um but it's um it's wonderful and yeah yeah, i remember reading like not taking long to finish it i mean it's only a couple of hundred pages anyway so it's pretty short but um but it is a a wonderful read okay yeah i look into that yeah you should i can lend it to you if you want oh yeah yeah for sure um yeah. Anything else? Well, I'm, I'm, there's a couple of things in there that are actually my answers, so I'm not going to talk about those. <laughs> uh, Fulia, anything you want to add to Bethany's response? Um, well, I can't say that I've read any of the Hobbit books, because I haven't, or the Lord of the Rings books, uh, yes. but I have watched the films. Well, yeah, me too. But <laughs> I, um, I tried 
reading Lord of the Rings, but it's so wordy. Same, yeah. with, Ga- same with Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire. It's so wordy. Well, I haven't, so, I haven't even attempted so Game of Thrones. Or they're so, bi- they're so big and wordy and yeah. stuff. I mean, I, I remember reading... I don't know if I completely read The Hobbit when I was a kid, but I remember reading more of The Hobbit than I could of The Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. But I definitely tried. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, growing, growing up when the, Potter, when the Harry Potter uh, books came out, I, to be honest, I wasn't such a big bookworm at the okay. time. No, no, not that I am now. But, um, but yeah, you weren't. When I, really. like, especially because it was, t- I think it was like during my teenage years, um, like my early teenage years when I, when they first came out, um, mm-hmm. I tried reading the books, but I wasn't so sucked into the stories that I couldn't put them down. Okay. Um, I don't know. It might've just been my teenage mentality, but it might be a little bit different well, if I go back to it now. When did you start watching the movies? When they first came out. Okay. So something about the way the films were done just kind of grabbed you more than what yeah, the books I su- were? Yeah, I suppose I'm more of a visual person rather well, that's, than... that's me as well. Yeah. I'm more visually stimulated and entertained. Than, moving, than... moving moving, pictures for yeah. me work. <laughs> yeah, instead of reading. Instead of reading words. Which, which I, f- I fucking hate it. I, reading reading, uh, wor- reading words for me is, I wish I could is read efforts. More. Yeah. It, 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 it's like, okay, <sighs> I need to be in the right mindset. I need to be in the mood to sit down and be like, all right, I'm going to read a book now. Yeah, I've same. still got books. I've got books sitting on my yep. nightstand yep. that are still not finished. Yeah, and I started them last year. I'm the same. I I made myself go out and buy a couple of books last year that I really, really wanted to read, and I started one of them. I got like three pages in because I'm like, oh, I'll take it to work and I'll read it on my lunch break, and, no. then, I, and then I started doing that. But then everyone's like, oh, what you reading? Ugh. And then or they're like, oh, let's have a conversation. I'm like. Okay. Not gonna get through this. <laughs> so then I then I just gave up. I yeah. just gave up. But yeah, it's frustrating. I really wish I could read because I remember, you know, my teenage years were spent reading. Yeah. I was a huge bookworm, but uh, and I love that. But now for some reason I just can't. And like people buy me books too to read, mm. and I'm just I can't do it. <laughs> I hate it. I've gone I really out. Do. I have literally gone out and bought a bookshelf filled with books. Yeah, you you do. I have yeah. my bookshelf in the study is so full. So many books. I'm starting to overlap on books now. <laughs> I'm like, oh damn! I really need to read these. <laughs> I can't just put it, let them sit there and look pretty. It's like instead of a, it's, it's not a library. It's a, it's a bookstore. <laughs> exactly. You need to sell them. Um, yeah. Some of them are still in their shrink wrap. <laughs> and when I say that they're still in their shrink wrap, it's because they're part of a set. Yes, I know. They're the only ones that are still in their shrink wrap. The other ones are still looking nice and neat and unread. <laughs> and I really need to get into back yes. into Oops. Thank you, Bethany. <laughs> After that, right? Thanks, Bethany. It's important things we need to talk about. I love exactly. it. We've asked these people about what books can you put down and neither of us read anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the irony, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's like, who are we kidding? Um, thanks, Bethany. Thanks, Bethany. Our next response comes from Wayne Stoliti. Wayne. Hello, And Wayne. he says... Oh, tear. Without knocking oh, the microphone. Don't, ma- don't <laughs> knock the microphone. We need that. And he says, uh, I've had the pleasure of reading quite a few books that were absolute page turners, but my favorite two would have to be Christos Sielka's, uh Loaded and Truman Capote's In Cold 
blood. Capote. Capotes. Yes. Truman Capotes in cold blood. Right. Not only are they exceptional texts, but as a writer, taught me that you don't need to stick to literary conventions to tell compelling stories. Also, I have to give a shout out to Alex Haley's Roots. At 688 pages, it's the longest book I've ever read, a big deal for a dyslexic, and had me engrossed in the multi-generational narrative all the way through. Okay. Nice. That's that's interesting. That's really good. Um, yeah, I, I've heard of Roots. Um, I've heard of Truman Capote, but I don't know his book in cold blood. And I've never heard of Chris, Christos... Oh, Christ. Siolkasas. Christos Siolkas. We are. I think your friend George would be able to. I'm, I'm, yes. It's pronounced that better than us. Yes. All my, all my Greek friends that listen to this are like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, Christina. <laughs> help us. Help, help us. Um, yes. So. Yeah, I have not heard any of them. Let me. I'm going to Google them. I'm going <laughs> to. I know Roots is about um, slavery. Okay. In the the American slavery um, of the African people. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's been two different miniseries about it. One that was done in the 70s that was quite prolific, and then one done a couple of years ago that wasn't as successful. Yep. Um, But that's all I know about that. Let's see. Where am I looking? I need to type in the name into Wikipedia. Um, (laughs) Hashtag not sponsored. Uh, (laughs) Loaded by Christos. Yes. I'm just going to type in Chris. Dos Siolkas. There we go. Oh, he's an Australian author. Well, there you go. Even better. <laughs> um, yes, he is Greek. You picked it up very well. Um, his, oh, oh, good. Now I can see why Wayne loves this book. Um, Loaded is about an alienated closet gay youth in Melbourne um, and was adapted... adapted uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Take that again. Was adapted as the feature film Head On uh, by director Anna Kokonos, starring Alex Dimitriadis. Interesting. Nice. I think I've heard of the film Head On. Okay, that's awesome. In Cold Blood is a non-fiction novel by American author Truman Capote, first published in 1966. It details the 1959 murders of four members of the Herbert Clutter family in the small farming community of Holcomb, Te- uh, Texas, Kansas. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Non-fiction and it's true crime. That's really fascinating. I like true crime. Um, Truman Capote also wrote um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh! Most famously, I think that was his. Breakfast at Tiffany's. I've read that book. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Before I actually went and watched the movie. Yeah. The movie was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He wrote Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, so I'm like looking go. at Truman Capote. I'm like, it sounds so familiar. Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> that would be why. Um, <coughs> nice. Excellent. Wayne, some very good answers. I like that. I like that quite a bit. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you so much. Uh, Okay, next we have the excellent man that is Peter Sutton. Hello, Peter. Hey, Peter. Um, He says, I too have read Roots. It had it all. A sadness and tragedy as Kunta Kinte was captured and taken from his family to be sold as a slave. Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451 (laughs) set... Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Oh. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, we'll come back to that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Somebody had to do that book in school. Yep. Um, set in a dystopian future with the destruction of books. Uh, short stories by W. Somerset Maugham 
And a favorite is Rain, the simple and delightful stories of Alexander McCall Smith, number one ladies detective agency, also Cad Fail, series of books written by Alice Peters set in the period of the English Civil Wars between King Stephen and the Empress Maud. Shakespeare's Scottish play. <laughs> well played. He says, I am aware of the theatre sensitivities. LOL. <laughs> you know what that is about? Can no. I? Okay. All right. I'm going to explain to Fulia and anyone doesn't understand. <laughs> uh, the Scottish play is Macbeth. Mm. Um, there is a superstition in theatre when you're doing Macbeth, you cannot call it by its name. You ha- so they call it the Scottish play. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Long time superstition. So if you're, yeah. <laughs> if, any, if anyone ever, if ever you hear someone say the Scottish play, it's they're referring it's to Macbeth. Macbeth. Okay. But they're not allowed to say it. Right. Yeah. It's just how, like, you're supposed, you, you can't say good luck before going on stage. You have to say chookers or, 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 break, break, or a break a leg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Um, Very cool Uh, Peter continues As a child though Condemned by some Now I loved Enid Blyton And and the Just William stories Classics like Dickens And his wonderful character names Uriah Heap from David Copperfield Pumblechook from Great Expectations The Adventures from Alistair MacLean I agree with your sentiments on books They contain the knowledge and wisdom Of the human experience And can transport you to another world very well said, Peter. Yeah. I like that answer. Um, <laughs> and so many, so many names I've still mentioned. got to read Great Expectations. I've got that on my bookshelf right now. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, um, I had to do David Copperfield, uh, crikey, was it year 12 or university? I can't remember. I did David Copperfield and I, I tried to read and I couldn't. Man, I couldn't do it. It was very boring. I'm sorry. I had to do the Scottish <laughs> play in high school. Oh, well. you did. So did I. So did I. And, and Romeo and Juliet. And that's much more interesting. At least, at least Macbeth has witches and ghosts. Too much killing. Well, you, yeah. I'm Too okay. much death. I'm okay with that. I like I like scary stuff. Um, okay, Fulia, I'm dying to know. What's wrong with Fahrenheit 451? That was my high school book for English. In yes. Like year- Eight or nine, I think it was. Okay. And? The fact that we had to read it so many times to understand what the book was about. Is it written very weird? I I don't know. I just... I've I've never read it. I didn't particularly like it much. Okay. Um, Just wasn't your thing. I mean, a lot of books we do in a high school aren't always our thing as no. we as we discover you no know, we just have to be taught them because... like shakespeare books yes i love or plays them. i should say i love shakespeare <laughs> i take it you don't like shakespeare well i've only ever read two of them <laughs> okay. it was part of high school okay there you go um i have a book of his sonnets on my shelf i love shakespeare that <laughs> it's great um i'm just gonna look up fahrenheit i was just doing that. Hey, because i want to um i, I want to know more what, about what it's about uh, it was published in 1953. It's regarded as one of Ray Bradbury's best works. The novel presents a future American society where books are outlawed and firemen burn any that are found, which is fucking tragic. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, this makes sense. The book's tagline... I didn't realise what the, what the uh, title was referring to, but the book's tagline explains the title, Fahrenheit 451, the temperature at which book paper catches fire and burns. Yeah. The lead character, Guy Montag... 
is a fireman who becomes disillusioned with his role of censoring literature and destroying knowledge, eventually quitting his job and committing himself to the preservation of literary and cultural writings. They just did a mini-series on this on H- for, in HBO, for HBO, um, with um, Michael Shannon and Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. in it. Really want to watch it, because apparently it was quite good. Um, but, um, yeah, I that doesn't sound... Like, it sounds really interesting... But I can imagine as, like, a 15-year-old hating the shit out of that. Oh, my God, I did. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably go back and read that book, and I'd probably not hate it. Yeah, I imagine if now. you do it now. Well, yeah, that's the weird thing. I. But the thing is, the memory of having to go yeah. back and read it oh, and I, just I, be like, yeah. I don't know if I want to do this. I can, <laughs> I can totally understand that. Um, yeah, but, like... Because we had to dissect weird, that book yeah, from inside out, and I'm like, I just... I was never very... I was a C-grade student in English. Okay. I wasn't that great. Yeah. I was an A-grade student. Anyway. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Miss Literature. Yeah, well, I have a degree in literature. So. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. <laughs> Professor Literature. I know. <laughs> Haven't finished a book in five years. Um, <laughs> oh, the irony. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like that Alanis Morissette song. Um... No, the thing about the thing about like these books though is is I hate the fact that they try and get kids to study these books when they're just not going to be able to understand or appreciate them properly at that age. I feel. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of it is taught a bit too early. I don't know. It's yeah. Well, books books like that. It um, in high school. Like I understand that. They're trying to get you to read between the lines, as they say. Yeah, of course. And understand. You need to learn analysis, learn. Yeah, learn and learn what what the the author is trying to say. Yeah, yeah. But when you're when you're a teenager, that's not really the thing that's on your mind right now. <laughs> no, there's about fifty other million things. Exactly. Going on like this. I would like. To be honest, I preferred maths over English. Holy shit. I did. You need to leave my house. <laughs> this is not how this works. That's how much I hated English. Like oh, I just wow. I couldn't I couldn't analyze books that well. Yeah. I had a hard time analyzing movies for crying out loud because that's what we had to do in English as well. Oh, yeah, we did. I remember doing From like year 10 onwards. I remember doing The Castle in year 10. Um the Aussie film. We had to do this. Which was great. We had to do The Sixth Sense. Oh, that would have been awesome. Except you would have hated that because it's a little. So I watched it, but back then I wasn't. I was scared a little, but I wasn't that much. That's all right. Because it's not. Not to mention that we had to watch it quite a few times. Yeah, you would have been desensitized. Um, Yeah, exactly. And another movie that we had to do movie analysis on, which was part of our freaking U twelve exam, Mm -hmm. was Gattaca. Oh yeah, everyone did Gattaca. Oh god, I remember doing Gattaca, (laughs) like year eight. Or something, yeah. Analyze Gattaca. Go on. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember Gattaca. I watched it too many times then that I, I have blocked it all out of my memory now. I remember because I don't. I don't remember enjoying it either. And I like sci-fi because it's yeah. a sci-fi futuristic kind of thing. Look, but if you I, if you yeah. watch it without analyzing it, it's actually not bad. It's okay. actually really interesting. I'm sure it's really good. It is really interesting. But Isn't Jude Law in that. It is. Yes, he is. He is. Yes. Yeah. Um, but um, if you go yeah. into the details of it and what it's meant to represent and everything else, yeah. that's when it gets boring and you just hate it because there's so much to analyze yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now getting back to books. <laughs> I was going to say, 
I mean, as much as I want to talk about movies because that's my jam. Yes, let's get back to the books. 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 Uh, <laughs> um, thank you again, Peter, yes, for that. Thank one, you. Wonderfully eloquent answer. We we definitely enjoyed that. Yes. Um, who's up next? Uh, your friend George Karastamatis. Hey, George. <laughs> Hello. And his response is: Harry Potter has been the only book series to ever do it to me. Pure magic and pun intended. Yes. Okay. Well, this is one of my answers. So. I'm just going to, yeah, talk for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yes. So I can totally understand with George about Harry Potter being this series, not being able to put down at all because I was the same. Um, I fell in love with Harry Potter in, God, would it have been grade four or grade five? I think Um, our school teacher, uh, I think it was, it must have been grade five because I remember we did, we did Chamber of Secrets in grade five. Um, and I don't even... Or maybe we did Philosopher's Stone. I don't know. <laughs> we did the first few books yep. um, in, at the end of my primary school years. And I remember just loving it. Because, um, yeah, the teacher would read us the books and we'd all get to read out parts. And it's so funny because this, this was before the movies came out. Yeah. We thought Hermione was pronounced her- Hermione. Meh! <laughs> we had no wow. idea. We had no idea. <laughs> uh, it was very funny. Um, and then into high school, I remember we... Uh, would listen to the Stephen Fry audiobooks in class. Yeah. Which was hilarious. Um, and for uh, at the end of year eight was the year that Chamber of Secrets came out. The last day of school, there was a school trip where we went to the pool and then we went and watched Chamber of Secrets. Oh, wow. I it was would have loved to be part of that school. It was, yes. Shout out to Kangaroo Flat Secondary College <laughs> in Bendigo. Um, that is now Crusoe College because uh, they changed the name. And knock down my old school. Anyway. Oh, they muggled R- R.I.P. No, well, no, no, they didn't. No? But, um, well, I don't know. Let's not get into the education system of Bendigo. <laughs> they changed things around. All right, all right. Anyway, but yes, so that's when I fell in love with Harry yeah. uh, and the whole series. Um, I, Mum and Dad bought me the first few books um, around that time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when After the first movie came out, I w- became obsessed I used to write, I love DR on my hand. <laughs> I, Daniel Radcliffe was my first, he was my first crush, like my first celebrity crush. Like I, was, I was in love. We, we were betrothed. It was going to happen. Um, it was great. Um, but no, I, yeah. And I would, in terms of reading the books myself, I would stay up as late as I possibly could. Um, when I was, yeah, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, like that age bracket just reading these religiously i would read multiple chapters a night i didn't want to like it got to the point where mum and dad would tell me off for not going to bed <laughs> and i'd have to like sneakily like this is before the days of mobile phones with torches on them so i'd have my my lamp on on my my bed head yeah uh and uh i'd have to you know turn it off if i heard them walking past and turn it back on. <laughs> You know, and I, sneaky. Bookworm. I know, sneaky. And because I'm a weirdo, I liked reading it out loud to myself, and I would do all the voices. <laughs> like especially because, and bless her, J.K. Rowling writes Hagrid's speech phonetically. Oh yes, that's so, true. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> no, no, sorry. You're a wizard, Harry. Like yeah. She, yeah. there's no H, and she spells. Your as in Y E R, like it's just so it's so easy to kind of 
So I just had so much fun with it. It was, and I, it was the best. So I, oh my goodness. I can totally, I don't know if that's your experience, George, <laughs> but that's, that was my, that was how much I loved Harry Potter. Like that's I, so cool. I was, yeah, fully obsessed. Nice. Couldn't put it down. <laughs> yes. Do you have anything you want to add? But then I, then again, you haven't really. Well, I've read, I've read the first three and I got yeah. through halfway through the first, um, the, the fourth one. Yes. Um, I think the I think Philosopher's Stone was my favorite of those that I had read. Okay. Uh, in book wise. Well, it's the easiest to read, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose that's probably the case. Um, and it's the origin. Yeah. Like it's how he be- when he becomes a wizard. Exactly. Exactly. Realize, sorry, realizes yeah. he's a wizard. Yeah. Um, I have to say though, I think maybe Chamber of Secrets might have been my favorite. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, especially with all the parcel tongue. <laughs> yeah, see, I I don't remember trying to read the parcel tongue out. Oh, when the movies came out, I had a notebook with all the parcel tongue words that they said in it, and I would try it, and I would put it. I, would, I swear to God, I would say them out loud. That's amazing. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I still have that notebook somewhere. <laughs> oh my god, you have to find that. Notebook it's got all now. these Harry Potter stickers on the front of it. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so awesome <laughs> um yeah chamber of secrets is amazing yeah yeah it's one of the better ones i think i fell in that's love with that one for sure yeah. yeah i that was that's probably oh see i think my favorite in terms of movies i think it's it's either order of the phoenix goblet of fire and chamber of secrets i think those three yeah are my favorites in terms of books i love i think goblet of fire and order of the phoenix are my two favorite books um i think yeah, for sure. I love the stories, especially Goblet of Fire with the Triwizard Tournament. Yeah, like it's so cool. Um, and you know the entire subplot that they cut out with Hermione and the House Elves. Uh, okay. Yeah, when she had. Um, sorry, you haven't read it. I haven't. She <laughs> forgotten the name, <laughs> but she comes. She comes up with this group of. I haven't because I haven't read the book in like ten years. But she came up with founded this like association for the protection and of. Oh, it's called Spew. Yeah, it was... Oh, Spew. I think, yeah, 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 yeah I heard, yeah. Spew it was, like, the Society for the Pre- 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 Protection, Protection of Elvish Welfare, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there was a whole other house elf, and it was a girl house elf. Her name was Winky, and she worked in the kitchens at Hogwarts. I think that's as far as I probably got. Yeah, yeah, there you in go. Goblet of Fire. <laughs> they cut that out of the movie. Oh. One of the many things they cut that's out of true. the movie. That's true, yeah. That I won't mention. But, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so... Harry Potter. Yes. What a series. It, yes. I'm definitely going to go back into actually reading books. Yeah, good. Because I've got all the whole set now. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, it's more the, the recent cover sets yeah. rather than the older ones. I got the old ones. Yeah. Because I, I was one of those people that uh, queued up outside of Kmart on like day one launches. So I remember, I remember the day I got Order of the Phoenix because that was the first book to be released after the movies started coming yeah. out. Yeah. So... It was fucking huge. And, of course, that was the one where, spoilers, Sirius Black dies. Yeah. So <laughs> the Herald Sun published that, that he died in their review. And <gasps> so people, yeah. They spoiled the they, book? They did, yeah. It was terrible. How rude. I know. So, um, but I remember that, that day, literally it was 9 o'clock, Kmart opened, and it was before I started working there. Um, it's like the year before. Hmm. And yeah, well, I remember lining up with mum and dad and maybe my brother and then going in, they had a book display right at the front of the store, picking up a book, grabbing it, going to the checkouts and left. And then we went to go watch my brother play soccer 
except I wasn't watching him play soccer. I was reading, sitting in the car reading. <laughs> so sorry, Jordan. <laughs> um, but that's that, funny. I remember that day very well. Yeah, it's Two, cool. 2003. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Thanks, so, George. Thanks, George. <laughs> no more Harry Potter talk. Okay. Um, excellent. Uh, next up, and our final answer for this month's episode comes from the excellent lady that is Bethany Griffiths. Hey, Beth. Hey, Bethany. Uh, she has two different answers. So she likes to do this thing where she posts one on Facebook and one on Instagram. Yeah. Cover the bases, why not? Yes. Um, so her Instagram response, she decided to troll us. <laughs> um, she did a Mikey Lister and trolled us. Yes. Um, or should I say a Wayne Stellini on a podcast called Fred and trolled us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Got my facts. But it's not, but it's not. Right teasing us no it's not teasing us no no it's just it's just it's just she's trolling the question (laughs) anyway let's just say what it is um she wrote in response to um what book couldn't you put down a hundred different uses for super glue (laughs) 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 yeah yeah very funny yeah (laughs) very cute uh and then her legit answer that she shared with us on facebook um in my teens the Vampire Kisses Chronicles, uh, in adult life, The Wolves of Midwinter, and Neverwhere. Um, I like the word Neverwhere. That's a cool word. Mm. Um, all right, let's. I've heard of Vampire Kisses. I think it's another one of those vampire teen novel series. There was a dime, dime a dozen of them um, back in the noughties. Um, Wolves of Midwinter. I like that. The wolves of midwinter, just because it's nice to say. Midwinter. It just sounds so British. Oh, and Rice. I should have. I should have known. I should have known. Oh, you should have known. Because Anne Rice is one of my favourite novelists. Um, but I haven't heard of this series. Uh, it's a The Wolves of Midwinter is a 2013 novel mm-hmm. by Anne Rice. Um, it's the second book in her series, The Wolf Gift Chronicles. Um, wow, wow, wow. Where is the okay? I'm trying to find something that t- tells about what it's about, but that doesn't really give Wikipedia doesn't give a synopsis, but it looks like it's a werewolf kind of centered um, story. So that's cool. Nice. I imagine it would be, yeah, werewolf fiction. Yeah, nice. Um, awesome. Um, and then the other one was uh, Never Wear? Yeah, Never, never wear. wear, yeah. Never Wear. That just makes me want to like read at Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven, where you know the, ra- the raven says, Nevermore. Nevermore. <laughs> just reminds me of that. Nevermore! Nevermore. Nevermore. I love that poem. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got an Edgar Allan Poe book on my shelf. Um, that's how much I like him. Let's see. Oh, it's a Neil Gaiman. Okay. I th- oh. And I... Speaking of Neil Gaiman, I bought North Mythology last year. That was one of the books I bought to try and get myself to read. Still haven't touched it. So good. Which is terrible because I love Norse Mythology and I've heard it's... You will a, love it. I know. I heard it's a great book and it's all about my man, Loki. <laughs> There's a lot of Loki in this that book, apparently. Um, yes. Okay. Right. Neverwhere is the companion novelization written by uh, Neil Gaiman of the te- television serial Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman and Lenny Henry. Okay. Um, interesting. Came out in 1996. 
the story is the story of Richard Mayhew and his trials and tribulations in London. At the start of the story, he's a young businessman recently moved from Scotland and with a normal life ahead. This breaks, however, when he stops to help a mysterious young girl who appears before him bleeding and weakened as he walks with his fiancée to dinner to meet her influential boss. Mm. Um, the morning after Richard rescued the girl, whose name is Dor is interesting from the streets she is greatly recovered and sends him to find the Marquis de Carabas a man who will be able to help Dor escape two infamous and seemingly inhuman assassins the Messrs Krupp and Vandemar Richard brings the Marquis back to his apartment to meet Dor only to see both of them vanish immediately soon after Richard begins to realize the consequences of his actions he appears to have become invisible he loses his job where no one seems to recognize him and his apartment is rented out to other people his fiance no longer recognize him recognizes him okay wow that sounds really interesting mm. um yeah cool i get i guess why that's why it's called neverwhere because he becomes invisible <laughs> Ooh, very cool yeah thanks bethany thank you bethany um yeah you haven't heard of either of those no you? no 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 the authors but not the, the no, works yeah pretty much yeah Cool. Awesome. Um, so I guess it's time now for our answers. Yes. Fulia, let's start with you. All right. Well, speaking of Neil, Neil Gaiman. Yes. Norse Mythology was one of those books for me. Fantastic. I absolutely love that book. Tell me everything. Because you're not just reading one whole story. You're reading multiple different stories about Thor and Loki and the family and the and the, the mythology behind that family. Yes. And the world surrounding them. Yes. And it's just... It was just so much fun to read those stories because it's stuff that I... Because I already love Thor and Loki and, you know, the Avengers and I love those films, reading about the actual Norse mythology behind Thor mm-hmm. was just really intriguing for me. Oh, and I, I, I'm getting up. <laughs> I'm getting up because I have a couple of books that Fulia might be interested in. Okay. <laughs> so reading Neil Gaiman's um, version of Norse mythology was just, it was a lot of fun. And that's why I couldn't put those books down. I just absolutely love them. Um, and I just wanted to keep reading them for as long as I could. And when I was supposed to be editing, I'd be like, oh, I want to read a little bit. And then ah. I'd have to stop it and stop reading because I'd be reading too much. And I'd be like, oh, shit, I've got to get back to editing. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, it was. Okay. It's, it's such a good book. I absolutely loved it. That's great. Yeah. So these are books that I wasn't able to, like, not put down kind of thing. But I love them. Yeah. I, well, the second one I have was the one that I started reading at work and then couldn't finish. <laughs> but this one, it's called The Gospel of Loki. Oh. It's by Joanne M. Harris. And it is the Norse stories, yeah. right? The Norse mythology stories, all told from Loki's point of view. Oh. Um, it's great. <laughs> it's really, really great. Um, I freaking adored it. Um yeah, I've only read it the one time, but I I absolutely loved it, and because he's so snarky and yeah, mischievous and devilish, and you know, oh Neil Gaiman picking makes on it. Thor all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's great. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend you reading that, and then yeah, there was a follow up which I started reading, which is called The Testament of Loki, by the same author, um, and it's 
set after Ragnarok because the gospel ends with Ragnarok happening. Yeah. Um, and then but this one's set after that. So yeah. I have I need to actually finish it. <laughs> but yeah, this is I yeah, I freaking I freaking love the gospel of Loki. I would highly recommend if you like Neil Gaiman's North, Norse mythology. Norse mythology, yeah. Give that one a read. Yeah. Yeah. For I abso- sure. yeah, absolutely love that one. Um, another one that I've I've got two others. Mm-hmm. Another one that I absolutely love was a book called uh, Tutankhamun by Christian Jacques. Oh, cool. Um, I have I just happen happen to fall upon it. Um, you know how in some in some shopping centers certain stores will close down and then a bookshop will just automatically move in for temporarily for like yeah, a week or so. Pop up books. Yeah, yeah. Stores. Pretty much. Yes. I happened to walk into one of those pop-up bookstores. Oh, great. um, At the time. And I came across um, this book, Toot and Carmen, because it was so bright and yellow. Because the cover is... The cover caught your eye. It's yellow and golden, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as for his... Uh, two because I love ancient Egyptian mythology. Yeah, me too. I saw that and I'm like, I I think I want to read this. It looks really interesting, and it's a mystery book about um, an archaeologist that goes into the tombs um, in Egypt, and then apparently the like the curse comes out from this tomb and curses the the people who raid it. Okay. Yeah, and it was just so intriguing, and I was so engrossed in that book that I just I wanted to read it at, like from start to finish. Nice. <laughs> but it, so it was really good. Um, Christian Jacques brought out another book. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's a follow up to it because I haven't read it yet, but it's a different cover, and it's still ancient Egyptian um, based. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the cover of it is, um, instead of being a yellowy gold, it's now sort of like a deep aquamarine. Ooh, yeah. that's yeah. a nice color. Yeah. So I've got to get into reading that one, yes. but the first one I absolutely loved so much. I highly recommend it. If you are a fan of ancient Egyptian mythology and Tutankhamun, um, yeah, it was definitely a really good, really good book to read. Yeah, I nice. absolutely loved it. Oh, great. And the last one um was the last book that i had to go through and, and i just couldn't put it down because it was so good was um the book called beautiful creatures by cami garcia and margaret Stoll. i think that that was the, they made a movie out of that a very I, disappointing movie yeah you didn't like the movie no okay so i watched the movie going oh this might be the next twilight or whatever because it's a love story and and there's witches and it's right up my yeah, alley. But it wasn't really well received by the No, it, no, it wasn't. I heard the adaptation because, was a yeah, bit different yeah. to the, the book. The book, there's actually a series of books to the, the beautiful, it's called the Beautiful Series. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of so other So the Beautiful stuff. Creatures is the first one. Yes. Um, and I've got the rest of them mm-hmm. and, and the set. Um, it's an absolutely really wonderful fantasy sci-fi-ish movie sci-fi stuff yeah well i won't say sci-fi it's it's more fantasy because it's very supernatural based yeah 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 but this was a particular fantasy that i had never come across Mm -hmm. and so reading it it just really really got me interested nice and i absolutely loved it the characters were wonderful to read not to mention that it also had a little bit of a teenage romance thing happening as well yeah yeah it's a really nice love story yeah um yeah in the movie, um, Olden Ehrenreich plays the main guy. Mm. He was he was Han Solo in Solo. Oh, okay. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I remember enjoying his performance. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got a pretty good cast. Like, the movie had a pretty good cast. Yeah. Unfortunately, the movie didn't really do the book justice. Yeah, yeah. Um, it also... Um, probably why they haven't made the second one yeah, yet. <laughs> some some characters weren't even in the movie, and oh. they, were so, they were sort of important, but then they melded the lines of those characters into one character in the yeah, movie and yeah. it's, it just didn't it just didn't seem right to me okay um no, but yeah the mo- the movie wasn't really that great yeah to be honest so remind me what it's about because i know like the main young girl she's she has to do something by a certain age or she's going to be stuck as something forever i can't remember what it is something, uh, to, something to do with being a witch and yeah, cho- yeah, yeah. choosing good or evil i think yeah so it's kind of like a sabrina Spellman type of scenario at her 16th birthday she needs to decide whether she um she becomes this witch or and well actually i don't think she gets to decide i think it's forced upon her okay yeah she has to become and a she, witch yeah and because of that she feels like she's just going to be this evil thing and she can't be around humans for that reason. Yeah, okay. Lena Duquesne's is unlike anyone the small southern town of Gatlin has ever seen, and she's struggling to conceal her power and a curse that has haunted her family for generations. But even within the overgrown gardens, murky swamps, and crumbling graveyards of the Forgotten South, a secret cannot stay hidden forever. Ethan Waite, who, who, who has been counting the months until he can escape from Gatlin, uh, is haunted by dreams of a beautiful girl he has never met. When Lena moves into the town's oldest and most infamous plantation, Ethan is inexplicably drawn to her and determined to uncover the connection between them. In a town with no surprises, one secret could change everything. And the secret the, the secret is that she is a witch. Yeah, yeah. And she has magical powers. Yeah, okay. Um, so... Yeah, so it's a, it's a really it's a really wonderful story. It really is, and I absolutely loved it. I need to go and read, read it again. The, well, no, read the others. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that helps. The continuations. Yes, finish the series. <laughs> um, but yeah, so beautiful creatures. Definitely, I definitely recommend reading it. Sweet. If you like fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. That would be something up my alley as well. Yes. Great. What about you, Kendall? Apart from Harry Potter. Yes, apart from Harry Potter. (laughs) Um, Yeah, for me, apart from Harry Potter, the main other series that I remember not being able to put down would be The Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. Um, After the first movie came out, see, I hadn't heard of the books um, until I saw the film. Um, I I was obsessed with the film. Um, I had a brief little obsession with it. Um, And... And Jennifer Lawrence, because she's amazing. Um, (laughs) And I wouldn't mind marrying her, but anyway. Um, So, yes. But, um, yeah, I read... So I went out and bought all the books. Um, So that's Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and Mockingjay. I read them all pretty damn quick. Um, It was cool because it wasn't long after I moved to Melbourne when these started coming out. So I was spending... uh, Before I had my car... um, for the first couple of years I was in Melbourne, I was taking public transport everywhere. <laughs> so, and especially to work because yeah. I was, I lived on one side of the city and worked in another. So, um, I, yeah, long commutes. Yeah. So I had about three hours of travel time, time a day where I could just read and, yeah. and write and stuff on the train, which is what I did. So I, um, 
and the trams as well. Yeah, so I read The Hunger Games, yeah, real quick <laughs> um, during that time. That's nice. Um, yeah, it was, and it was really awesome. Uh, they're really, really well-written books. Um, I would recommend reading them. If, do you, have you seen the films? No. Oh, you haven't seen the films? No. Oh, not interested? Uh, not really. Okay. I don't know. I might, I might end up watching them at some point, but at, at, at the time when it came out and stuff, I just wasn't really that interested. Okay. I think you might enjoy them. Okay. But, but you know, I've been wrong about that. Before. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't bring that up. Yeah. Um, um, but no, the fascinating story because it's, it's, you know, it's dystopian future um, and, you know, one district is controlling the other 12. Yep. Or the other 11 districts, I should say. Oh, no, sorry, the other 12. No, it's the capital that controls the 12 districts anyway. Um, and then, you know, every year they have the Hunger Games to, you know, um, keep them in line, basically. And they send off all their, you know, tributes every year. They get pulled out of a hat. Names get basically get pulled out of a hat, really. Um, and a boy and a girl from each district. And then they have to fight to the death. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, literally. Is the only line I know. That's what the, the one line everyone knows. <laughs> um, it's a great line. Um, yeah, so, and it's it's awesome because, yeah, if you don't know, um, yeah, the main the main character, our heroine Katniss Everdeen, she volunteers as tribute uh, in her sister's place because her sister Primrose gets um, selected and um she's like over my fucking dead body basically so yeah. she volunteers and then she gets sent in and has to leave her basically her boyfriend behind and she ends up falling in love with the boy she ends up going in with peter who's wonderful of course she does of course um <laughs> and so it's a complicated love triangle yep. there but at the same time there's a whole just you know trying to survive inside the arena and the different kinds of kids she she meets and mm. they all you know everybody dies basically but it's and it's and the political you know um element of it is handled really well and it's not boring or anything yeah. it's exciting and the villains are really compelling and it's just yeah it's a really creative um world suzanne yeah. collins the author came up with and i adored it um back in the day reading it um yeah. so yeah, and Catching Fire is still my favorite books and favorite movie of the th- of the four films because okay. the third one got split into two. Didn't need to be, but it was. Um, but you know, since Harry Potter split everything into two, Twilight did it, and then Hunger Games did it. Well, technically, Harry Potter only did it for the last movie. No, I know, and that's that's what Twilight did, and that's what Hunger Games did, all for the last one. Yeah, so. <laughs> I thought you meant for every other film as well no 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 no. so the last the last uh, last harry potter was split into two the last twilight was split into two yeah the last hunger games was split into two um and they were gonna split well they had split the last of the divergent ones in into two but then that series kind of died because it didn't make enough money they weren't they weren't very successful and they weren't that good to be honest, the movies, not to go off on a tangent, but I I wanted to like them. Mm. I I didn't mind the first one. It was all right. But then I watched um, Insurgent, which was the second one. I was like, no, I don't like this. <laughs> it was a very much a copycat Hunger yeah. Games. Um, yeah, so sad, sad to say. But yeah, so the Hunger Games, apart from Harry Potter, Hunger Games is one series that I adored that I had to read. And I read probably within a, a week or two. Mm. I just smashed it just yeah that's cool it's really awesome so highly recommend well if i was to 
if I can just add to it and maybe go rather than um, books, like physical books, I've I've also had the opportunity to listen to books, like audiobooks. Yeah. Um, Michael McIntyre's um, biography, audiobook, the fact that he's... I, lo- I love them. I love it when a biography um, that has been turned into an audiobook is actually narrated by that person. Yeah, totally. And you get to listen to how the tone would be when they read it yeah. compared to when you read it. Yeah, totally. So listening to Michael McIntyre read his own book is amazing. Yeah. And it's just, it was so funny that I got through... I got through his audiobook in like two days. Yeah. <laughs> and it was and it was it's not it's not something that you'd be able to like if you if you were dedicated enough, if you love reading enough, you'd be able to read that book in a day probably. Yeah, yeah. But in audiobook form, especially because the the narrator is dis, is described is reading it, but also voicing whatever characters are in it, and then to top it off but especially with Michael McIntyre, he added in a few little bits and pieces that weren't actually in the book. Mm-hmm. He'd ad lib a little. Yeah. And that's what made it even more entertaining to listen to. <laughs> nice. Especially at the beginning where he says, well, I, my name is Michael McIntyre. I'm going to read you my book that I wrote, but that you were too lazy to, to read. Uh, <laughs> Makes you feel guilty. That's great. Listening to the book rather than reading it. That's hilarious. But yeah, that's that's one audiobook I could say that I absolutely loved. Nice. Yes. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, if I had to mention an audiobook, um, <laughs> you know the one I'm going to mention, yeah. don't you? <laughs> Tell the world. Yeah. <laughs> so funny because Fully didn't know that I knew this existed, but of course I knew it existed. <laughs> um, so there is a book called High Rise by an English author named J.G. Ballard. Uh, it came out in the 70s. And it is, well, it was adapted into a film um, about four years ago starring my future husband, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Um, and he did the audiobook. He narrated it. He narrated the, uh, the audiobook um, with his beautiful voice. <laughs> so nice. Would you like a room? <laughs> well, we're in one. You might have to leave. Um, I can do that. No, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, but yes, I, so I, um, I needless to say got through cause I started, I bought the book cause I was like, I want to, I knew he was making the movie because I followed his career. I, I was like, oh, I'm very excited. It sounds really interesting cause it's about a, a high rise complex brand new in the seventies mm. where the citizens of the high rise kind of descend into madness and chaos because they become obsessed with the building itself. And then it, it, it becomes a classist struggle and they revert back to their basic caveman instincts yeah. essentially um it's really fascinating commentary on on you know on society actually mm-hmm. um and yeah so i was like i need to read this book before i see the movie and then i started reading the book and i was having that issue of staying involved yeah because the way it's it's written because it was written at a different time by a very you know intelligent man so he's very like yeah yeah hard to read mm-hmm. um and then yeah and then they announced that tom was doing the audiobook and then i was like well sold so <laughs> signed up to audible for a free 30-day trial or whatever and just for that just for that and then listen and then listen to that you know in a few days just so over driving around melbourne and yeah and, and to and from bendigo and oh yes <laughs> 
sorry to be I'm not being inappropriate, but it's fine. His voice is the best thing. I can imagine. In the world. <laughs> and he does kind of, he puts on like little voices too mm. when he does other characters. Did you listen to a little bit of it? Did you? No, you're just kind of agreeing. No, I know. I know because um, the most recent audiobook that I had finished listening to is Good Omens. Oh. And the, the narrator that actually um, reads the book also puts on different voices and there's so many characters in this book. Yeah, yeah. So I understand when, you know... Well, when I say Tom does it, that, that, yeah. Because yeah. other... Well, yeah, obviously other people do it, but yeah, I just thought it was really cool that mm. he, would, he would do it too. But, you know, he's an actor, so of course. Mm. Um, yeah, it's good. Yes. I would, I'd recommend it. Um, okay, I think that's it. Yeah! That's everything. That was pretty good. It was. It turned out a lot better than I thought it would. Exactly. That's... <laughs> That's we had a lot to say. We had a lot to say. <laughs> you guys came in with some really cool and interesting comments. Yes. Not every answer was Harry Potter, so thank you. Yes. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of Harry Potter, but that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you so much uh, for your responses. Next month's <sighs> well, question, well, that's technically not a question. Well, sort of, yes. We want to know your reviews on... Avengers Endgame. Ah, We're having a spoiler cast next month. Yay. You've got a month. Ah, Go oh and watch god. it. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. We're seeing it tomorrow We're night. We're seeing it tomorrow night. Well, technically tonight when you read when you listen yes, to this. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. But holy hell. Uh so exciting. So yeah, we did it last year for Infinity War. Yes. We did it most recently with Fantastic Beasts or and Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel, of course. So we wanted to do it again for Endgame because especially this is the hugest movie of anything. Yes. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm dying to talk about it and to have a spoiler discussion on the podcast. Oh yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun. So This is going to be good. This is going to be good. <laughs> Tell us all of your thoughts, please. We want spoilers and everything what did you think of the ending what did you think of these characters and what they did or didn't do Mm -hmm. um what did you hate about it not like about it what did you love what was your favorite thing what made you laugh the most like just everything you want to say wrap it up in a nice little paragraph and send it our way yes um that would be great yes i'm very excited oh my goodness so am i we're very excited yes it's it's as we're getting ready to go and see infinity (sighs) war oh yeah literally (laughs) yes as soon as we finish wrapping on this we are going to head to doncaster village cinemas and watch Infinity War on the big screen yes. one more time to prepare this for This will tomorrow. be the second time I'm watching it. <gasps> It'll be my seventh. I could, yeah, no. Yeah, a sixth time on the big screen and seventh, actually, because I've only watched it, I've only watched it one, uh, once, um, I think, since actually buying, like, buying it. Okay. Because I wasn't going to until now. Mm-hmm right before Endgame because of how emotional it is. <laughs> Certain characters get their necks snapped and I don't like that um, at all. Um, so and yet I, you're going to see it a seventh I'm time. I'm going to see it again. <laughs> yeah, I needed so that I could remind myself of what the events were in Infinity War. Yeah. Because see, I haven't seen it since last year. I could, I could almost tell you the movie word for word. You don't need to go. <laughs> I mean, you need to go, but you don't need to you go. Don't... <laughs> I don't need to go, but I'm I mean, going. I've got the Blu-ray at home, but it's, it's better to see it in big screen. Oh, yeah. It's always better. It's gonna. It's such a good experience. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go do that right now. But, um, yes, um, look out for our posts on social media mm-hmm. um, so you can let us know your answers yes. um, and your thoughts on Avengers Endgame. Oh, yes. <sighs> What's coming up in the next month? What's coming in the next month? Well, 
For me, it's literally just next month is just all Avengers. <laughs> and it's my birthday. Hey! <laughs> we're now starting off oh in God. our 30s. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm turning 31. Um, so am I. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm first. Um, <laughs> well, that's true. It is. <laughs> yes. So my birthday is in a couple of weeks, so that's exciting. Um, probably going to go see Endgame on my birthday, I imagine. <laughs> It's the only good thing about being born in May is the fact that all of these Marvel movies are always released. Around your They're always released time. in April, May, so <laughs> it's perfect for me. Nice. Um, yes, so there's that. Um, yeah, Mother's Day, mm-hmm. my, my dad's birthday as well. So it's a busy month for me and my family. Um, yeah, I don't know what else is coming up yet, apart from, you know, Fred's stuff. So yeah. like uh, I'm going to be doing uh, Collectible Chaos will be a uh, Endgame themed um, video. I did an Infinity War moments last year. I'm probably going to do an Endgame moments one. But that's 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 this for, month. The, for May. That'll be not for May. For April. No, no, no. Because I did clarify that earlier. Yes. This disaster movie is first. Yes. For the end of April. <coughs> Excuse me. And then the end of May will be uh, Avengers Endgame moments most likely. Yes. Um, and there'll be more non-scripted rambling videos. I'm going to do tomorrow night. As soon as we finish it, I'm going to film my... After three hours and... After the three, three hours and eight minutes? Three hours and two minutes. Two minutes. Three uh, hours after two. we watch the three hours and two minutes, I'm going to walk out and I'm going to film a little thing in the middle of Melbourne <laughs> Central of me just reacting. Uh, I'll be happy to be the cameraman. Oh, feel free. <laughs> um, that'd be funny. And then I'll put that up online and then I will... Over the coming days, do a longer review yep. with spoilers. So check out for that. I'll probably also do a written review. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be on the Fred the Alien Productions website probably next week. So, yeah, it's it's the month of Endgame. Hey. We're in the end game now, as Holy shit. Doctor Strange says. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit, indeed. Um, Fulia, what about your month coming up? My month coming up. Well, uh, obviously, your birthday. Yes. Um... Eurovision oh, yeah. is happening. Eurovision is happening like the week before my birthday, I think. It's the it's next weekend, isn't it? It's not this weekend, it's the next one. Yeah, I think the, so. I think it's in a couple of weeks. The fourth or fifth? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um so there's Eurovision, which it's exciting. I am really looking forward to. I bet. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. You and Wayne are doing a thing, aren't you? Possibly. Possibly. Fingers, I've still, I've still got to, I've still got to talk to him about it. Okay. Like we've been talking about it, but we haven't organized anything. Okay. Organize it. Cause I would watch the shit out of you guys <laughs> talking about Eurovision. Yes. yes. Even though it'd be in the middle of the night if you're doing a live reaction, but I don't know. I don't think it'll be a live reaction. Okay, it, might, no. it might just be a post reaction. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what else have we got coming up? I've got a keepsakes to go to. I'll be selling some crafty things that, oh. I've, that I've made. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, it's a keepsake for um, Mother's Day. So, oh, you know, nice. go go and buy all the artsy and handmade crafts for your mum. Yeah. Um, which then follows into the following week, which is Mother's Day. Yes. Um, uh, I have a Fred Watch review coming out for Mother's Day. Oh. Uh, and the movie is Brave. Oh, cool. Yes. I so. still haven't watched it. You gotta watch it. I know. It's so good. I know. <laughs> um, what else have I got coming up? So we, I, I do my usual incompetent gamers every Friday now. Um, I've got 
Um, probably not as much Avengers as you have. No. <laughs> Few people do have yes. as much Avengers as I. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, yeah. Oh. Let me have a look. See, this is this is my problem. I have to look at my calendar to know what I'm doing <laughs> in the future. Um, no, that's that's, that's fine. No, uh, no shame. No. Uh, Anzac Day is on Thursday. Yes. I will be working at um, Flemington for that. Oh, they're doing races on the day? They always do races. They do a special oh. Anzac Day special I day. I did not know that. Yeah, of races. There you go. Yep. Um, I've oh my 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 Ice Wolves um, awards nights this weekend. Oh, that's exciting! Yes. Um, I can't wait for that. I don't know if I've won anything to be honest, but it's still a good night no, to just catch up with my yeah, hockey mates. Of course, yeah. Um, what else have we've got? Um, oh, we're going to the the Europa Night Market next week. Oh yes, we are. Yes, <laughs> yes, we with the are. lovely Christina. Yes, we are. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, I'm highly. I- can't wait for that. Looking forward to that. Is that next Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yes. Yes. The first of May. Yes. yes. Perfect. Yes. Uh, not much else to be honest. Oh, I've got I've got my other best friend's thirtieth birthday, Marie Stella. Oh, Marie. She's turning thirty. <gasps> Finally, we're oh. all in the thirties club now. Yay! <laughs> that's she's, exciting. She's got a little Harry Potter theme going. Oh. For her birthday. Oh, that's great. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Yes. That's exciting. So we're going to the Hogwarts School of Stella. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the Hogwarts School of Stella. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. And they, but the problem, the thing is, she she's doing her birthday the week before her birthday, even though her birthday actually falls on a Saturday. Now the reason being is because on the day of her birthday, she is flying overseas. Oh, <laughs> taking a quick little trip. She's going away with her mum and I'm assuming her brother uh, to Italy. Ooh, yes, family. That's so nice. For a month. And For then a month, and okay. then the week that she gets back is the week that we go and see Cursed Child. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, she's so, gonna be so jet lagged. Yeah. So she's literally. So she's doing a birthday party, and then the week later she's going she's to going. Italy for a month. Yep. Okay. Nice. Awesome. Yep. Um. It's exciting. Yeah, that's yes, it. That's and, it. And hockey and yeah, the usual and work. Yeah. Same. Same. Good shit. Yep. Good stuff. Pretty much. Love it. Great. All done. Okay. That's Lock it, it in. Lock it in. Lock it down. Let's get out of here. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening. That's, That's a, a wrap, wrap on, on this monthly. monthly. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes for Fred the Alien merchandise. Go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, wall art, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibumped, incompetent gamers, and our live stage shows such as Whatever Happened to Jerry Baxter and more! Woo! That was a full year. That was a Kendall. And you've, you've just, just experienced, experienced the, the monthly, monthly of Friends. Oh, Yay! yeah! Yes, yes, yes. Episode number what? 20? No, we're past. Are we no, 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 no. 22. 22. Yes. We passed 20 already. Yes. 22. 22. Oh. My goodness. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Oh, uh, well, apparently I look 22. Good. <laughs> According to some people. Take that. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been told the same thing. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. It's nice. It's kind of it's kind of good, but, but it's also kind of bad because well, you're yeah. like, well, if I look like a freaking twenty year old, you know, <laughs> how the hell am I gonna look mature? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a battle we live. Yes. This is the life we lead. I mean, I love looking young. I mean, well, who doesn't? Yes. It's nice. But I like to be taken seriously too. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Uh, Thanks, okay. everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you next month. Oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.